0: I think we're ready. Let's do this.
1: Hey,
0: oh, hey, you have arrived the destination pot smoking moms podcast is where you're at thanks for joining us i'm sunny d along with my homegirl captain jake hello hello if you're a fan or if you just enjoy the show please rate review subscribe share our content and be friends with us on all our social medias Potsmokeymoms.com is our website everything is there you can jump on our, our uh, become a patron and get these ear goodies delivered to you early. sooner sooner some would say no and uncut longer versions of our interviews of all the interviews yeah and just quirky fun pot smoking mom extra content <laughs> so please 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 check out our our patreon it's on our website um what are we smoking today
2: uh i think we're both smoking the same today aren't we I, I packed myself a bowl of MK Ultra. Oh yes, yes. Oh shoot, I left my lighter over there. Oh look I have here.
0: Oh, you can use yours first and then hand it over to me. Okay.
2: Oh cheers. No, I still need my moose. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't oh, I'll, I'll cough go. up a lung and won't be able to talk.
0: <laughs> All right. So then I will start in and then you can follow, right? I already got it. I already got oh you I got it you got, it, you got it, you got it. That is nice. Uh, if you're at home, we hope you smoke smoking with us. I mean, if, if you can, that is.
2: Or I saw a cool little tip on TikTok the other day, and I was like, let me share this on our uh-huh. Instagram. I saw mom say this, and I was like, I've never thought of doing that. If you grocery shop alone, listen to a podcast as you grocery shop. Well, that's very interesting. Take in some headphones and listen to us, and maybe you could just hit your vape pen in between aisles.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds nice. We got a really fun interview coming up. Talks with Stacy. She will be joining us. And um, it's lots of fun. She's she has two podcasts. One is about TV reality shows. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I connected her with her yes. on that. Z does not watch any. Reality. I don't. I, but it was very do fun a being
0: a little bit here and there. Yeah. But I was not I'm like you guys really were like kicked it off. Yeah, because she watches
2: the few ones that i keep yeah. up with yeah
0: <laughs> so very interesting if you're into tv reality shows we'll be talking uh, about some of our favorites a little later on to uh, on the show and uh 7, 10, dab day we went we to went. this event we had talked about it on our podcast
2: no it was on live that we talked about the it. the dab day
0: yeah no i mean we talked about going oh yeah on the podcast oh, yeah.
2: we didn't give an update we though. haven't told them how the event the was experience. our experience yes exactly
0: well what would you what would you say about the experience
2: uh, it was nice to get out and be with you ladies downtown and be out and about. But I do feel, to me, I was a little overwhelmed with how many people were there. Yeah. Um, we didn't get to use any of the games or any of the indoor activities. Yeah, we didn't
0: really get to do anything other than be there and smoke and like we met a couple people there. That was we the best to part. A few was when we met people. Yeah, but it was really
2: it was too crowded to really get to the vendors to see each table. Right. Um
0: The space was too small. There was too many people. I mean, we were just, it was. we. It's just
2: out of our element, I feel like.
0: Yeah, about immediately because we haven't been in the atmosphere in a while. And just because we're moms
2: and like, that's not, I and, don't
0: think that's like our jam anymore.
2: And I just think since we were guests instead of vendors, it was a different experience for us. Because we didn't feel that way about canfest And it's essentially the same thing. It was a bunch of vendors all put together. Yeah. It, except canfest did have better music and like. Uh, yeah, like everything was playing separate. Uh, and stuff like that. That's another thing. Okay, the music. The music was uh, like. Was look, m- I, I don't. Un-
0: I don't understand why. But this is the thing with 420 Fest too. Why does every <laughs> marijuana event, cannabis event, have to have reggae music? Like, like. All almost the time. almost exclusively.
2: Almost exclusively. Like, why? They started it with like 90s hip hop. Yeah, with the, we heard stuff. a little Tupac when we and got in and, and like, hey. stuff like, yeah. I was, like I was vibing with that. And then, then it was like a, straight reggae the rest yeah. of the night. A little reggae is cool uh, between right, other stuff. But right. the, all night. But the whole the rest of the fucking night? night? At least no. while we were there. I don't know if things. It was, yeah,
0: nobody was like. Yeah, nobody was feeling that. But
2: we did get to meet some friends. So that was fun. That we got to cool. hang out with uh jojo mm-hmm. and uh what is it la jordan from jordan, jordan. yeah she goes jojo say, oh, hi, say hi is her name
3: say hi jojo
2: and la beauty what's her name on instagram j
0: phoenix i think
2: phoenix j or j phoenix yeah. yeah and then her friend
0: yeah and then we talked to people at the flowery
2: yes which was nice yeah, very interesting. That was the only vendor that we really got to have any conversations with. And it was only because I was talking to um, Emma. Emma
0: prior to going and yeah. saying, hey, we had we had emailed back and forth. And then I was like, hey, you're
2: going to be here. He's like, yeah, like, all right, cool. Are you there? I'm upset I didn't go back there for my succulent. Oh. I wanted to take a little succulent. they were giving out cute little succulents. Not the kind of succulents. Hmm. I, I think would've it would have been spent. better if there would have been better entertainment, better food options um, uh, yes. and less people, less or, people or larger space, space or larger space right. for all those people. Right.
0: And seriously, I, I don't understand the lack of, of food trucks. I, I really don't. I mean, I, and honestly, I think. It's kind of frustrating, a uh, lack of, of better planning on their part. Jordan, you know? she got
2: VIP. They she got VIP with the meal, and she didn't, and get and a she fucking didn't even meal. get her yeah. meal because they look, sold out.
0: They're being cool. I'm sure they're giving her money back for whatever.
2: Yeah, they reimbursed. And they, and they
0: were, you know, I mean, had made a post. I w- it wasn't a mean post on Instagram just basically saying like, oh, this is not really, this was not our thing. Like we weren't really, this wasn't great. You know, maybe other people. And Dab they reached out and they were like, you know, hey, we, a lot, a lot more people showed up than we
2: expected. expected.
0: But like, it was also $32. So that kind of fucking, what, you know, and $32 plus the ride to get there, you know, yeah. like it's, it's, it's. Right there. It's back, kind of a mission. We did Uber, yeah. You know, it is kind of a mission for, for people our age, for people in our stage. It's just, that's just not our like vibe, I think not our jam. you know i really i honestly it was a good idea to go to get an idea of what we want to do i would like to plan an event but i would like to do something kind of
2: smaller scale more a little um, elegant a little more, more value for your right because ultimately i really like I don't the mind brunch idea money i, but I don't mind paying a legit money, but, infused brunch
0: right a legit infused a baker right or and 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 like none of this fucking Pujilatieho of having to wait in a line for the thing. No, know, I, think be a sit down, I think it should a be a
2: sit-down. I think it should be a sit-down Right, You have tables, you have your spot. It would be and cute. And you get treated like you're a human. It'd be cute to you know how you time, <laughs> is, you know how it's kind of, I don't know if you've ever been to like a conference or something like that when you go and you sign them, and they, when they give you first like get a badge. There, they give you a little badge, yeah. so you have, your name, so you could put your Instagram handle or whatever. You could put your that name, whatever you awesome. want it, People to right. call you, and then maybe where your what area you're from, so you can connect with other moms there. Yeah, maybe make it or other ladies there. Make it a ladies brunch thing. Yeah,
0: I think that would be a good idea. So let's we just need to hunker down a location. We have um uh, we're gonna be in Sarasota. We have uh, one of our patrons, Terry, is setting a nice thing out. Out yes, there. we're in conversation. maybe so with we're her. gonna talk to her. Maybe we kind of check out, participate, do our thing, and see and do, and then maybe you know just more resources we can. Yeah,
2: she has some ideas already that she yeah, wants to share so with us. Yeah, so we'll
0: figure something out and we'll do something kind of a little more. I don't know. What, how I, would you call it? A little more.
2: I definitely want to do something out here locally in our area, and then also with Terry out there. Right, right, for sure.
0: But like, even if we don't plan. Cause
2: her thing is gonna
0: be in September, I believe.
2: That's what you said. She wanted, which is like pretty close. Yeah. So if we if we plan something
0: after that, like at least this is kind of we get a little more experience here at this thing at this event too. Yeah. Right. And see what we because I was I was thinking we were gonna do dabs. We didn't even do fucking dabs.
2: I mean, I gave you the opportunity several times, and you chickened out because I don't know I wasn't feeling the vibe for that I I don't know I was know. like look right Maybe here they I have just... rigs it up you have to have your own
0: like your own product right and I had brought some yeah. stuff but and then they were and like, like pressing na, na,
2: na. yeah they had like they were pressing rosin in there right there I don't know. There's too many people. It was not. I, I really not wanted feeding... to get to the psychedelics tent. I heard there was those. I know. Tent. But I also saw our... exactly. It, it was, was swarmed, swarmed full of people. Exactly. And, you know, I'm so apprehensive about being in crowds. Like, I don't want to be. Right. We kept walking around and finding little pockets of space where there were less yeah, people. You guys
0: fucking made fun of me because you're like, every time we turn around, you just go to a spot where there's not a lot of people. Yeah. And it's usually next to a garbage. And I'm like,
2: well, <laughs> What are we, we, no, I think we were all essentially doing that. I just wanted no. to be not by the trash can yeah. <laughs> and a spot where there was still some kind of breeze because some of the little pockets were like in corners where there was no breeze. It was so hot.
0: Yeah, it was crazy hot, too. That's yeah. another thing of like, ugh. yeah, Uh yeah, well, we couldn't use any of the games inside. We're just so paranoid about I, so many fucking we people We should have tried more
2: about going inside and trying to do one of the games. It would have been fun to do, like, the laser tag or something. But I think we were just not... So
0: we were so overwhelmed with there being so many fuckers out there. Yeah. This is, like, too many. Some of the people li- were out the there, The line
2: when we got there was humongous. I saw I that line, and I was like, OMG. I can't believe well, this Well, first line. of
0: all, let me talk about this really quick, Okay. Cause we, we, so my neighbor, I had talked about her before, how like I texted her that we were pot smoking moms and she was like, Oh my God, me too. And this was kind of like, I kind of jumped into the telling her about the pot smoking moms podcast immediately when I met her, she came out with us. This was the first time she had ever done anything in a new state that she lives in. Now
2: she's from New Jersey. This is the neighbor that he's
0: mentioned before. Yeah, she's. I, I should have her on the podcast because it was like really an interesting
2: situation where I was
0: very open with her.
2: Yeah. And she was like, I... And see then she told us did. about that friend that ended up seeing the picture. Yeah, so yeah tell, right. Tell. So
0: we, we took a picture out at the event and we posted it and we tagged her back. And her friend, who she knew when she lived in New Jersey, was like... How Saw did, it because
2: she follows she us. She
0: follows us, yeah. And she was like, Did you ha how, how did, you, how was the event? She's <laughs> like, I wish you would,
2: that she wish she like, would have known that mm-hmm. she was pot smoking mom when she lived when there because they could there. have been exactly. smoking together.
0: So that missed opportunity, she yeah. could have, you know, <laughs> which it's always like, yeah, very weird and awkward. And how do you approach? Saying or you know the pot smoking thing i think especially
2: when you like the person you don't want to scare them away because like your kids like each other you like hanging out with them they're a cool person you're like oh let me not like yet you know until you know for sure so maybe that's why you know people are a little more apprehensive but you're missing opportunities sometimes i know usually if they're a cool person even if they don't smoke they're not going to judge about it they shouldn't right but
0: i but even if they do judge Then you get the vibes right away. You know what they're about. And then you're like, I "I don't have to spend time building a relationship with you. So it's like, I don't know. At this point in my life, we're old. We're too old to be (laughs) around people we don't enjoy being around. So it's like, if you open with it, it's not a, it's not a, you have to talk about it. Was it when we were like, do you smoke? And then they say, smoke what? Smoke what? And then you're like, oh yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> that's <right>. okay, <laughs> you got it right. But you know, I know, and especially in states where it's not legal, it could be kind of. I think that's hard. the thing, mostly in states where it's not legal. But she was a Jersey, and I. I the thing is, and then what what followed up oh, was no, sh- you just legalized you just legalized and it out there, and I was like, and you just moved here? And I was like, well, it's medical, so <laughs> she's like, okay, I'll go get the card, and she got the card. So she was like freaking out about the thing, too. So we're in the we're in the Uber. <laughs> oh, God. And
2: and I'm, I forgot I'm, my I'm phone at Out home. a little bit.
0: She forgot her home, phone. So she's kind of freaking out about that. I'm telling
2: them not to let me. We're get a little bit anxious I no because
0: we're in an Uber with a stranger she, with a stranger <laughs> who's driving us to Miami. So, who, and then. And then she's like talking about kidnapping and I'm just like, oh, I'm just trying to navigate <laughs> to make sure he's taking us to the location because I'm a freaking paranoid
2: like that. he started going a different way. So he thought he because uh, of the way he was going, right? Right. He like I got off. Of it was a legit way. I it remember was a legit way,
0: yeah. that way, but I was just like, let me just make sure. And then whatever. Uh, you know, just a second precaution. I'm sure, he's taking
2: us. To and our then, but and then I'm and like, oh, to she's, murder us.
0: R- but yeah, but then you say kidnapping, and I'm like, oh god, this, <laughs> she's talking about kidnapping, giving this guy ideas or something. And then we're in the line, and I don't really remember what it was, but my neighbor starts talking about some other tra- traumatic experience, and I was just like, can you guys stop being so dark and like, <laughs> please, let's start. So then I start talking about oh, we should be so grateful about being in a line because when was the last time we were in a line because of the pandemic? And that wore off immediately because we were like, it's fucking hot as balls and we're in a fucking line. (laughs) So, you know, the honeymoon was short for that one, that reaction, but... You know, whatever we learn, live, learn, love, laugh and all that other good stuff.
2: I just think our our events will probably be smaller, more intimate kind of gatherings yeah, to start at least and
0: because I can't do all that either. Yeah, it's too much. It's a lot of work. I mean, look, I'm going to give our, my respect to the 710 Zab Day people. Yeah, but because it is a lot of it's a lot to of put an event work and, and to a lot of back end stuff and it's a headache. And then, yeah, but. I don't want it to be like a oh, whole fucking And then we it.
2: walked to the joint of Miami. Oh, my God. And then we, First walked, we walked the, the wrong way for like two minutes. So that added an extra two minutes to my, our my walk. Right. My maps Remember, your, your, your phone Jenny was, was about to kill us. She's like,
0: are we really
2: doing this? <laughs>
0: We were what, so confused. Right we're like, now? we can go home right now. We can check out this other event. Space. Yeah, we're like, let's go you check know. out
2: the Joint Miami. A friend of ours said he was going to put us on yeah, the list. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. We walked there for nothing. Yeah, that trick and asshole. And then it was like a twenty. It was like a twenty dollar cover to get in. And we're like, oh my no, god, no! We're not paying it anything like, else. It, you know, it we was, walked here for nothing. Yeah. To take a picture in so front of it, area in front of the, the <laughs>
0: yeah, we're not using that picture. It looks kind of weird. And <laughs> then the twenty dollar entry fee, and I mean, okay, it, they might have been go-go dancers. They were go whatever. Dancers. Fine, fine, fine.
2: But half naked go-go dancers. They were. That's how they it dressed.
0: was a, hello. Was it's the, this, this it's a strip joint. Also, the joint, the strip joint. That place. No, was a it's not too. the
2: joint of my. It's the, not. There's a strip pictures. Club.
0: Yes, there's pictures of that place, like in full strip club mode. It may not always be a strip club, but it
2: has been a strip club. Do you know that, and probably sometimes. Do you realize that a lot of Miami clubs have dancers like that that yeah, just I know. dance. I know. That does, but and a lot of clubs off.
0: also double up as strip clubs. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I just kind what of about that we strip ask our club? Friend, is
2: it if it's a strip club?
0: I, I, my our friend, the one who got us in on the list? That guy? No. <laughs> I'm
2: not relying on any of those sources anymore. Free Britney. Free Britney. Uh she just had her next trial. Not trial a uh, hearing. They had a hearing again. And uh a few people petitioned the court to allow her to choose her own attorney. We had heard about her I think his name is Matthew Rosengart, is the name of the attorney. And uh, he was recommended to her by Madonna. There's rumors that she's actually paying for it, too. That Madonna is paying for this attorney. Really? Yeah. I don't know how true that is, but it is confirmed that it was Madonna that got Britney in touch with this attorney. So now this guy has taken over and he's going to fucking hopefully he helps her get out. Right now, he's just got to get caught up, obviously, on everything that's happened over the last 13 years has to look at how the conservatorship was even started and all that stuff but he's Um, working
0: directly for her for Britney yeah amazing and she have you checked her uh, social medias out lately it yes. looks Did like she see? has her social. Like it looks like she isn't in she charge of her like social a total media. Fuck you Bro, to her family. Yes. yes. Do you remember how her sister came out and was like trying I'm, to? I
2: just want her to be happy. Right, with a
0: fake crocodile tears. How yeah, she yeah. tried to wipe away a tear, but she had nothing on her face. You know, that her sister's
2: her, one of the co-conservators, like trustees on. The oh co-conservator. yeah, but this post I mean, on Instagram.
0: She lets all of them
2: have it. And it sounds like it's directly read.
0: So the picture on Britney Spears Instagram says, never forget who ignored you when you needed them and who helped you before you even had to ask. Okay, Powerful words. But she goes in the caption, the caption. She says, there's nothing worse than when the people closest to you who never showed up for you post things in regard to your situation, whatever it may be, and speak righteously for support. There's nothing nothing worse than that. How dare the people you love the most say anything at all? Did they even put a hand out to even lift me up at the time? How dare you make it public that now you care? Did you put your hands out when I was drowning? Again, no. So if you're reading this and you know who you are. Oh, shit. So if you're reading this and you know who you are. And you actually have the nerve to say anything about my situation just to save face for yourself publicly. If you're going going to post something, please stop with the righteous approach when you're so far from righteous, it's not even funny. You should put a bunch of middle finger emojis yeah. and have a good day. P.S. If you're reading this today and you can relate, I'm sorry because I know what it's like and I send you my love. Aww.
2: Yeah, it sounds like at least she has control of her social, her Instagram guess. Look, or and she posted working.
0: something else 18 minutes ago that what is shit. like crazy oh, off the rails. I mean, not crazy off the rails, but just like her It's saying, obvious it's
2: not that fake shit that's been coming yeah. out before. It's more about what's, what's this, what's that one say? What is it? Oh, my God. Okay. It says,
0: (laughs) so the picture says, I'm just reading this now, too. Okay. Take me as I am or kiss my ass, eat shit, and step on Legos.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. They're doing this to try to make her look aggressive. I I don't
0: know. So then she says. I don't know if this is real. So then she says, for those of you who choose to criticize my dancing videos, look, I'm not going to be performing on any stages anytime soon with my dad handling what I wear, say, do, or think. I've done that for the past 13 years. I'd much rather share videos, yes, from my living room instead of on stage in Vegas where some people were so far gone they couldn't even shake my hand and I ended up getting a contact tie from weed all the time. What? (laughs) Which I don't mind, but it would have been nice to be able to go to the motherfucking spa. And no, I'm not going to put on heavy makeup and try, try, try on stage again and not be able to do the real deal with remixes of my songs for years and begging to put my new music in my show for my fans. So I quit. I don't like that my sister showed up.
3: I keep clicking
0: back. I don't like that my sister showed up. I don't like that my sister showed up at an awards show and performed my songs to remixes. My so-called support system hurt me deeply. This conservatorship killed my dreams. So all I have is hope and hope is the only thing in this world that is very hard to kill. Yet people still try. I didn't like the way the documentaries bring up humiliating moments from the past. I'm way past all that and have been for a long time. And for women who say it's weird the way I still have hope for fairy tales, go fuck yourself with a Whoa, with, with a middle finger emoji. As I said, hope is all I have right now. You're lucky I post anything at all. If you don't like what you see, unfollow me. People try to kill hope because hope is one of the most vulnerable and fragile things there is. I'm going to go read a motherfucking fairy tale now. If you don't want to see my precious ass dancing in my living room or it's not up to your standards, go read a fucking book. Wow. Whoa. That was 18 minutes ago. I'm sure people are going to put make TikToks all about it. Oh, that's just
2: going to be all over TikTok. Uh Do you think it's really her? Man. I or do you know. think they're that's trying to pretty, like that's pretty make it seem like it's her because now that she's come out against the conservatorship I think it's they have their. I don't know. I, I mean,
0: listen. Uh, what's real and what's fake anymore? Like you know, uh, life is a really funny place right now. <laughs> but well, I mean, it's it's it might be her. Listen, uh, uh, the Amanda Bynes thing to me was another thing that I was obsessed with, and she was going off the rails on 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 her um, social, social media. media. Yeah. And then she had a relapse and then like, so I don't know. It could be her. I mean, she's super pissed, obviously. Yeah. She's been silenced. So she's even more mad because she hasn't been able to ever speak up for herself or say anything. So like, who knows? In tense. And we'll Well, continue to follow
2: up on those. Well, the next hearing, I don't think is until September. So it's gonna be some time. Yeah. unless something comes up like like any post on her instagram like
0: we're all just going to be watching what she does right yeah, now because yeah. if she has if that's for real and she has you know i was looking at her boyfriend's page too he's like a he's hot he's super heck. hot but he looks kind of like a robot he like he like he he looks looks a so robot. perfect he looks like a robot <laughs> you know yeah you know, what's real? It's like a fucking The Truman Show. Oh. <laughs> uh, so if you're if you're listening to this on Wednesday when we do the release of the podcast, we do go live on Instagram at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, And we usually go on with our, if we can get our guests that were on the show, we go live with them. So if it, today is Wednesday when you're listening to the podcast, please join us, 9 p.m. Eastern on Instagrams. Yeah, yeah. And uh this next one uh goes out to all of you i don't know listening <laughs> bringing you the news after they already probably brought you the news
2: news news you've heard you're hearing again. <laughs> This is like pretty much the biggest story in cannabis this week. Here are the full details of the new federal marijuana legalization bill from Chuck Schumer and Senate colleagues.
3: Okay, good morning, everybody, and uh, thank you for coming. So today is a big day in the Senate. For the first time, I, as Majority Leader... Senator Wyden is the chairman of the Finance Committee, and Senator Booker, one of the foremost champions for justice and equity here in the Senate. We are all joining together to release draft legislation to end the federal prohibition on cannabis. This is monumental, because at long last, we are taking steps in the Senate to right the wrongs of the failed war on drugs.
0: Monumental.
2: Monumental. So, the first draft of a long-anticipated Senate bill to federally legal- legalize marijuana has been released, and its sponsors are asking for public input to further improve the legislation before it's formally introduced. Yay! Yeah! Yeah! That means contact your senators. Let them know what you think about this. What? You think should be changed yeah. or added. So this, as you heard in the clip, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden, and Senator cory Booker unveiled the draft at a pet press conference on Wednesday, July 14th. It's an extensive bill titled the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act. The main features of the legislation largely align with what advocates and stakeholders expected. It would federally deschedule cannabis, expunge prior convictions, allow people to petition for resentencing, maintain the authority of states to set their own marijuana policies, and remove collateral consequences like immigration-related penalties for people who've been criminalized over the plant. Cannabis prohibition, a key pillar of a failed war on drugs, has caused substantial harm to our communities and small businesses, and especially for communities of color, Wyden said. It's as simple as this. Senators Booker, Schumer, and I want to bring common sense to the federal government and prohibition and restore the lives of those hurt most and set them up for opportunity. The war on drugs has too often been a war on people, and particularly people of color, Schumer said. Not only will this legislation remove cannab- cannabis from the federal list of controlled substances, but it will also help fix our current criminal justice system, ensure restorative justice, protect public health and implement responsible taxes and regulations. Booker,
0: for his part, said that for decades, our federal government has waged a war on drugs that has unfairly impacted low-income communities and communities of color. While red and blue states across the country continue to legalize marijuana, the federal government continues to lag woefully behind, he said. It is time for Congress to end the federal marijuana prohibition and reinvest in communities most impacted by the failed war on drugs. The bill would also impose a federal tax on marijuana products and and put some of that revenue toward grant programs meant to support people from communities most impacted by prohibition who want to participate in the industry. Further, the legislation would transfer regulatory authority over cannabis from the Drug Enforcement Administration to the Federal... uh, From the
2: DEA to the FDA.
0: Yeah, to the Food and Drug Administration. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, and the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau. There's a lot of ground to cover on the proposal, and while the senators are confident that it addresses key concerns from stakeholders, advocates, public health officials, and law enforcement alike, they recognize that this is not the final form the bill will take to end that, a public comment period is open until September 1st. The bill is multifaceted and deals with a large number of complex issues that have arisen under the umbrella of federal prohibition.
2: So basic components, perhaps the most immediately consequential provision would be a requirement that the attorney general remove marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act within 60 days of the bill's enactment. But it's most important to keep in mind that this legislation, like other federal legalization, legalization bills running through Congress, would not make it so marijuana is legal in every state. The proposal specifically preserves the rights of the states to maintain prohibition if they weigh. That sucks. It, stip- it stipulates, for example, that shipping marijuana into a state where the plant is prohibited would still be federally illegal. However, the measure would also also make it clear that states can't stop businesses from transporting cannabis products across their borders to other states where the plant is permitted. Yeah, because that would make shit real complicated if you have to freaking go around states that are illegal just because you can't go through their state. But isn't that how? No, they're saying it's going to be allowed. Like, they'll still be able to go through the state, but you can't, like, ship to somebody in that state because it's not legal in that state. So the FDA would be recognized as the primary federal regulatory authority with respect to the manufacture and marketing of cannabis products including requirements related to minimum national good manufacturing practice product standards registration and listing and labeling information related to ingredients and directions for use according to the summary. Meanwhile, TTB would be would have jurisdiction over marijuana tax and trade practices. That would include cannabis tax revenue collection, tax law enforcement, and tracking and tracing of marijuana products. The agencies would have dual dual jurisdiction related to certain aspects of cannabis product labeling and packaging, advertising, and other consumer information.
0: I'm so afraid of like so taxing, 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 taxing. We're going to be paying out the ass for that shit. I know. I really hope that I don't know.
2: They're going to want the feds. They're going to want their cut.
0: Yeah, the that's the scary are part coming up. Uh, have you seen our? <laughs> Have you seen the responses that we've gotten on some of the posts about this whole thing? I feel like it's a lot of growers. I don't know if you've noticed, but I feel like it's a lot of growers who just don't want the regulatory bullshit and they're just like, fuck, fuck this shit. Yeah. Because they're just, because it doesn't sound like they have any, any, any suggestions or ideas on how they're just like, fuck this shit. You know what I mean? You're like, this is going to suck. And we're just like, okay, can we like try to make it happen and maybe influence maybe what happens? <laughs> I mean, I know it's going to suck to some extent. It's the government after all. What can you expect? Yeah. Right? But anywho, social equity. As promised, the senators are including language into the bill that would promote social justice for those who have been disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs. Communities that have been most harmed by cannabis prohibition are benefiting the least from the legal marijuana marketplace. The findings section of the bill says, noting that a legacy of racial and ethnic injustices compounded by the disproportionate collateral consequences of 80 years of cannabis prohibition enforcement now limits participation in the industry. Historically disproportionate arrests and conviction rates make it particularly difficult for people of color to enter the legal cannabis marketplace, as most states bar these individuals from participating. (laughs) Right, which is fucked up because it's like, oh, I got arrested for for fucking selling weed, but now weed's legal. Weed's legal, and all these fucking white people are making money off all this weed, and I have to, and I can't even participate in that situation no more. It's just like my, and and I know, and I know somebody who who had to, yeah, he had to get a caretaker because he can't do it legally because he was locked up for it. So stupid. A key barrier for such individuals is that fact that people from communities of color have been most targeted by cannabis criminalization. Exactly. Despite the fact that use is comparable across races. Uh Uh-huh. The bill seeks to repair that harm by mandating each federal district to expunge arrests and convictions for nonviolent marijuana offenses within one year. And it also allows people who are still under a criminal sentence for cannabis to obtain a resentencing review hearing.
2: Grants. So there would be three grant programs established under the bill. One would fund profits that no, sorry, would fund nonprofits that would provide services to individuals adversely impacted by the war on drugs, such as job training, reentry services, and legal aid, among other services. It would be distributed through a new cannabis justice office under the Justice Department. Another would be, the other grant would be, uh, provide funding to eligible states and localities to make loans to assist small businesses in the cannabis industry owned by socially and economically disadvantaged individuals through the SBA, the Small Business Administration. Finally, the Equitable Licensing Grant Program would provide funding to eligible states and localities to implement cannabis licensing programs that minimize barriers for individuals adversely affected by the war on drugs. To be eligible for the SBA grants, states and localities must take steps to create an an automatic process to expunge criminal records for cannabis offenses and violations for individuals under criminal supervision for cannabis offenses. Damn, it seems like they're really trying with...
0: Right, with outreach and um, social equity or whatever, but um, so so this would be like across the board, right? So then, so basically, the taxes
2: that you're complaining about, which is going to be annoying, right? I mean, it's going to be some
0: of that's going to fund these grants, right? Which and honestly, small businesses. Shit, I mean, it would be a beautiful world to have legalized marijuana where there's small businesses and yeah, there's craft small growers farms, and yeah. yeah, Jesus, that would be a dream. Quality would go up. Yes, I, I, absolutely. Um, I mean, as much uh, my, uh, price would probably go up too, but yeah, but that would be amazing. But w- 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 what I was trying to get to is, so would this override the fucking system that's in place here, and then vertical no. integration would be
2: no. The bill's basically saying the states keep the laws how, how they, have. they have it. Already. It's up to the it's states to, to the do states. what they want. Uh-huh. It's just now it's no longer, you don't have to worry about it. The federal side, it's federal federally legal now. and Because of that, now it's part of FDA and ATF and all this. So now you have to pay these taxes on it. So now they're paying a federal tax. Because I think they do kind of pay some kind of federal tax already on it. I'm not sure how that works since it's technically federally illegal. How these cannabis companies. Companies pay their taxes or even pay their payroll taxes. I don't know any of that co- stuff, any of the banking side of cannabis. I'm sure that's very complicated. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Please,
0: <laughs> my brain just went. What, you see the 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 meme with like all of the the different mathematical equations in <laughs> You're their like, face? No. like, whoa! I don't know. think about this. This is me. Consumer rights. People could not be denied federal benefits due to the use or possession of marijuana, or for a conviction for a cannabis offense. That includes preventing the revocation of security clearances for federal employees. However, one component of the new bill that advocates uh, that advocates have taken issue with, which has been previously included in past reform legislation, would let agencies continue to include cannabis for purposes of drug testing for federal employees.
2: That doesn't make sense. They just said that... <laughs> they just said that... It denies federal benefits. To, oh, I don't know. I'm confused.
0: Federal benefits, but not. Oh, okay. It, people could for not be denied is- federal benefits due to the use or possession of marijuana. For, so this is if you're benefiting from any federal program.
2: Okay, but then for it to be a federal employee, employee you still can't. Yeah,
0: you're That's still. So stupid. It's still.
3: Wah, 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 wah. <laughs>
0: Additionally, the measure would authorize physicians with the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs to issue recommendations for medical cannabis to veterans. That's another topic that's been the focus of separate standalone legislation in recent sessions. Marijuana Moment is already tracking more than 1,100. Oh, wait, no, you don't have to
2: read this. Oh,
0: well, but you know what? marijuana moment we do get uh, yes, our, the story is for from marijuana, marijuana, marijuana moment and yes
2: they track all sorts of bills and stuff yeah but so that was like a little advertisement for you to sign for up them. for their $25 thank
0: you yeah to track which you know I mean <laughs> hey a shout out to marijuana moment yeah thanks know? for
2: keeping us informed yeah so taxes and permits I did not include all of this I just included the taxes information part um, because we did talk about how it's going to be taxed and I figured this part would be interesting so a Gradual federal tax rate would be imposed on marijuana sales starting at 10% for the first year after the bill's enactment and the first subsequent calendar year. Then it would be increased annually, rising from 15% to 20% to 25%. Starting in the fifth year post enactment, the tax would be a per ounce or per milligram of THC amount determined by the Secretary of the Treasury equal to 25% of the prevailing price of cannabis sold in the United States in the prior year. Woo. So yeah, so it looks like it's going to go from 10 to 25% over the years. So in an effort to support small cannabis uh, enterprises, the legislation says that small cannabis producers with less than $20 million in sales annually would be eligible for a 50% reduction in their tax rate via a tax credit. So yeah. Taxes, that's what the taxes. (laughs) On top of the state taxes and the county taxes.
0: (laughs) Taxes on taxes on taxes on taxes. Federal studies. Fuck. Took long enough. I mean, I figured it would have been people doing private. Do you think people did private studies and now that it's going to be legalized, they can come out and be like, yo, we did this study already. I don't know. Is that possible? I mean, it wouldn't be like they'd have to no idea. just a thought <laughs> federal studies the bill further directs the government accountability office to facilitate a number of studies into marijuana policy the office must conduct a review of federal laws regulations and policies to identify additional areas in need of change including a study on replacing the term marijuana and marijuana with cannabis through the u.s code and regulations yeah yeah the summary says It must also study the demographics of those with federal cannabis convictions. GAO would also have to evaluate the societal impact of legalization in states with recreational marijuana laws on the books.
2: Additionally, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, BLS, would need to compile demographic data on business owners and employees in the cannabis industry. Those figures could help inform social justice efforts as there has been widespread criticism of the industry over lack of diversity despite advocates push for equity the u.s department of health and human services hhs would be required to work with national institutes of health on ways to promote promote research into cannabis impacts and meanwhile hh HHS would be mandated to collaborate with the U S department of transportation on data collection for marijuana impaired driving. We already know how they're working on that. In another <laughs> bill uh while also supporting research into an impairment standard for driving under the influence of cannabis. Right,
0: cuz for sure you oh, man that is going to be such in, so interesting to see what the results of that study is going to
2: be. <laughs> they're going to say it's completely safe. <laughs> they're going to say No, they're not going to say that. They're going to say
0: we should start using these subjects to determine <laughs> how fast they <laughs> should be seeding. <laughs> For sure.
2: Yay. So let's see. Let's see what happens with this bill. Let's see how it changes. Because uh, it's definitely going to change, I'm sure. Do you think it's going to happen? And I mean, happen? everybody, like, I you think, think so.
0: I think we're starting. And we were talking about this. I mean, it's obvious. It's They need to start putting things and, and, and regulating things. I mean, it's just kind of a wild, wild west. And it's going to be like that for a really long time. But I feel like at least... We can get the, you know, research going. You know, everybody's, I just keep thinking about all the people who are bitching about it. And you're just like, well, you're never going to fucking be happy with anything. But, you know, talk to your your leaders and and tell them how you want to shape mold. I think, I mean, we need to get a couple more resources up for you so people can have easy access to it. But like, yeah, I mean, we need to let them know what's up. What's up? What's up? What is up locally? I love you, Miami. Yeah. It's not exactly locally, but it's
2: affecting. I mean,
0: it's pretty fucking local. It's so local, local, to local us. that we're, it's, it's, it's affecting. Our
2: people. Our, it's our man, people. Look, you drive around my neighborhood, all you see are Cuban flags. Yeah. And
0: we're, you know, we're, I, I am personally, I'm a little bit far removed from. Cuba, in the sense that, like, you know, growing up, it was my my parents stance was we we don't have that many family members out there. And they're like, we're not feeding communism. We're not going to vacation there. We're not going to give the government, the communist government, the money. So it was always like off the table. It wasn't anything that we.
2: Yeah, there's ways to vacation there without it going to the government, like, but not recently because things got cracked down even more and there was no more travel allowed there anymore. But when my family went there to visit and they didn't stay in any of the hotels or anything, cause that is feeding to the regime. Those are government run and they make the money off of that. But they stayed at local Airbnbs. They were staying with families in their homes and it, they would cook them breakfast in the morning, like and have breakfast with them. And so they were like really meeting like Cuban locals and staying there. And that helps them, you know, the people, which is Who needs the help? And unfortunately things have been bad there for a long time, over 60 years. And even before then. Yeah. Things are, and it's a breaking point now. So if you don't know what we're talking about, the anti-government protests in Cuba have invigorated our communities here locally in Miami, while officials on the Island have been working to hide what's happening there and the demonstrations and stuff. Cubans here in Miami have taken to the streets every single night to protest. I live in Hialeah and, uh, Every night, 49th Street is packed with protesters. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, I just driving up here into this area, you could see everybody's flags are up. The on Cuban their cars, flags all up. the
2: cars have Cuban flags waving on them. Yeah,
0: so it's pretty. The tensions are high and everybody's out there.
2: So this clip is actually from NPR, All Things Considered. So it's just a little four-minute clip that tells the story well. Okay, here it goes. This week has seen unprecedented protests in Cuba against the government of President Miguel Diaz-Canel. Cubans are upset over the nation's poor economy, over food and fuel shortages, and they're also demanding greater freedoms from their government. These protests have also invigorated the Cuban diaspora around the world, especially in Miami. People there have been taken to the streets each night to make their voices heard, as NPR's Adrian Florido reports.
3: There have been demonstrations across Miami, but the main ones have been outside the city's most storied Cuban restaurant, Café Versalles. Each night, hundreds of people have come to wave Cuban flags and chant libertad, freedom. Marielle Reyes left Cuba seven years ago, frustrated with the communist government she once supported and that her parents still do, but that she decided offered her daughters no future. Communism has always taught us equality, Reyes says, but in Cuba that equality doesn't exist. She says officials there live well, but the rest of the population is struggling more than ever for food and medicine. Her friend, Yenei Padrón, says now that Cubans have shed their fear of arrest and repression to start protesting, Cubans off the island have to support them. They have to know we're with them, she says, that they aren't alone. From here, that's all we can do. Miami has always been the center of opposition to Cuba's communist revolution, a bastion for conservatives who've waited more than six decades for the government to fall. But those six decades have also changed the Cuban-American community in nuanced ways. At these protests, the views are as diverse as the Cuban diaspora itself. Some people, like Maura Caridad Rodriguez-Pérez, want to see a U.S. military intervention.
1: Uno dice, Yo no va a morir mucha gente.
3: Some people say an intervention will kill people, Rodriguez says. the people are already dying at the hands of the government. Other protesters, like Gabriela Gutierrez, say that is not the solution.
0: I don't agree with military intervention because I feel like Cuba Cuba deserves a chance for Cubans to actually decide what they want and
3: to make a country for themselves. Gutierrez is a student at Florida International University and president of Students for a Free Cuba. She says despite their differences, this week's protests have united Cubans, young and old, those who fled for the U.S., those born here, conservatives like her parents and liberals like her.
0: In the Cuban cause... We can all come under one shared idea, that's we want Cuba free.
3: Michael Bustamante is a professor of history at Florida International University. There's certainly, not entirely, but a general agreement in the Cuban diaspora in the United States that things need to change in Cuba, that things need to change politically and economically. I think when you get beyond that basic set of agreements, that's when the, 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 the conversations get more interesting. He says the desire many Cubans in the U.S. have to return gives the diaspora a stake in whatever happens next on the island, and so their opinions and these protests in Miami are important. You know, I think the role of the Cuban-American community is also to listen, to listen to Cubans who are on the ground, who themselves have diverse points of view and opinions, including those, it must be recognized, who remain supporters of the government that are there. He says they are and will remain part of the equation. Outside of Café Versailles, Ana Maria Perez came to protest on behalf of her father, who fled Cuba as a child and never saw his mother again. Perez says though she was born here, she inherited that pain.
2: It's not enough to say, OK, you're here, move on. It's a wound that doesn't heal because it's not over for us. It
0: continues. We still have family over there. We still have wounds that are still weeping and still bleeding.
3: She doesn't know what will happen next in Cuba, but she says she wants to be a part of it. Adrian Florido, NPR News, Miami.
2: <sighs> it's crazy
0: because they've never done this before.
2: Not to this extreme. Yeah, this is some of the biggest protests they've seen since the revolution, since Castro revolted against Batista. You know, like Well, I
0: feel like it's a breaking point. We haven't they haven't we haven't been able to send anything over there. They've been kind of on their own for a minute, right?
2: Yeah, apparently they they haven't been letting like them to bring in stuff. I think just recently the president's now allowing like travelers to bring stuff in without it being like severely taxed. Um, and you know. But that's not going to help. They're going to the, Yeah. Th- either the government has to wake up and change things or they're going to have to overthrow that government yeah. and like then there's the starting over point like building their democracy or building whatever go- government they choose. It's just those people have, like he's like he said in the story. There's people that still support the government
0: for sure, but that's why it is so. Um, it's
2: so. But those are the ones that probably work directly in the so, government, so they live better than right. the people that live out in the country, you know. And
0: but that's why it's so monumental that they're taking to the streets to. Because they're they're not as afraid. Because they're at the
2: breaking point. They're not as afraid because it's either we're gonna die starving to death because literally these people are starving. Like I've seen video footage of that mother that woke up at like I don't know what time in the morning to get to the market early, to get into the line because they get their rations. They're only allowed to get a certain amount. But once they run out of food, they close and not everybody gets food. Yeah. And she had to leave her child at home alone and she you hear the desperation in her voice and she's just screaming. She just, I just need food for my daughter. Yeah. And it's just so sad. It's just really sad. And I don't know. I almost feel like the embargo, I understand we don't want to feed to the Cuban regime. We don't want to give in, we want, but it's not helping the people, you know? Yeah. And, uh, which a lot of people might not think is popular popular opinion, but I, I just think that It's re-
0: complicated.
2: It is. It's just those people are starving. I know it's
0: complicated, but it's the they government. But it's the government's
2: fault. I know it's their fault. I mean, but we don't have as strict as sanctions and embargoes in place with other communist countries. We do plenty of business with China, you know, and their communist country. Yeah. So it's like, why? I, I mean, that's what that's the part I don't understand.
0: Yeah. I think there's layers to it. And I'm not like very well schooled in the politics. Yeah, in the politics to be, uh, you know, a very opinionated on it. Like I don't know.
2: Yeah, all know. I know is that whenever I see footage of Cuba and I see how horrible and poor it looks when it used to be such a beautiful city. Yeah. It's just so sad. And and the and just And then uh, we can't go in there and take over. That's we can't do that. As much as we would love to do that, we, sh- we can't do that. We can't just go in and like throw overthrow the government. And then what? Yeah. And then what? Who's yeah. going to run Cuba? Us? No. A-
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Not me. I ain't got time <laughs> for that shit. <laughs> there was a word that was thrown out a lot. Oh, yeah. during I had that. To
2: do, I had to look it up. The uh, does, <laughs> diaspora, right? Diaspora. diaspora. Yeah. What the hell was that? The dispersion
0: <laughs> of any people from their original homeland, but they kept saying that's it. how they kept referring to the yeah. Americans here
2: and in, um, abroad, like not in Cuba. Right. I mean, not the Americans, the Cubans. Sorry, yeah, Cuban Americans. But, but but I'm sure this is. I don't know. I haven't looked to see I've if, never, if, if other Cubans and like other countries are also taking to the streets and protests and stuff. I mean, here because there's just such a huge density, majority. Of us. Yeah, like population of us here it
0: might be a little scarier to go into other places where there's not many cuban people and be like hey mm, yeah, you that. i know <laughs> there's no versailles in
2: <laughs> here you can get masses but you saw like those boats that wanted to just straight up go to which uh, honestly i don't think he was like tried. a
0: boat ride away it's from only here. 90 miles from yeah the, from key
2: west yeah 90 miles that's not far it's not. And um, a bunch of people, a bunch of boaters, Miami boaters, were collecting supplies and they were just like ready to take it over there. Yeah, I don't know. But That's... the the Coast Guard was like, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure do that, that was intervention in there. Yeah, I don't think it happened, but they were ready to do it.
0: I know. I saw a TikTok video where they were just l- putting stuff on boats and with flags and.
2: They all met up in like the marina over there by Bayfront, I think, and they were ready to take off. I mean, you
0: know, they want to help, but I don't know. It's a lot more complicated. It's just than it's very complicated
2: because they don't have guns. They don't have the right to bear arms, right? So, like, they have no unless they can get the military. They're so
0: inventive.
2: Unless they can get the military to turn on the government, but at this point, there's even video
0: out there of like little. Boy, little kids but dressed they, up in military because no, they're and no police,
2: they put the police. little kids in police uniform and put them in the front of the protest and they know the wants, protesters, yeah. are gonna, they know the protesters are not going to attack, like push over yeah. children, young More boys, like young preteens sh- and teens or a little nervous. They didn't yeah. know what to do. They kept looking People back like, what do I do? Yeah, that's so sad. They put that's those boys so in that. so
0: fucked up. But, well, we'll it's see what the up. developments are on that. Uh coming up interview. Thank you for sticking with us this far. We have the lovely talks with Stacy. Uh, we talked to Stacy about her podcast. We talked to her about being a pot smoking mom and all kinds of stuff. Please uh hope you enjoy this interview.
3: I
1: think you've been on a little longer like we started a year ago like right before like right when covid first happened. So you funny. know my girlfriend was like you want to do a podcast and i was like what's that because i always wanted to do like stream reviews and stuff yeah but i was like what's the podcast i don't listen to the radio that much so she was like oh it's the radio so yeah it's kind of like the, the radio, new radio free recording
0: <laughs> the new ra- the radio you can choose what to listen to
2: exactly and find stuff that are of interest to you now now that you're actually doing podcasts has that changed have you found an interest in listening to more podcasts or no you still don't yes i listen to, I you listen to
1: yours <laughs> i love you guys i was Aww. like i just listen you guys sent me this stuff and want to know why i want to be on i just want to be on with you guys
3: like,
1: <laughs> just I a talk chance to hang, to with you hang guys. out
0: being real, I <laughs> You guys can talk about 90 Day Fiance and uh, Teen Mom OG. We know you're into all that. Uh Yeah,
1: yeah. You got one of drama. your podcasts
0: is uh, about <laughs> reality TV, right?
1: Reality TV. It's an obsession.
0: What draws you in? What because what draws you guys in? Because she's into TV reality show. I'm not so much. Like uh, you know, I'll entertain it. But what is what draws you guys in so much?
1: For me, I think I started when MTV first had the real world. I was like, I love this. They're following people around. I don't know why <laughs> I wanted to watch their life, but I did. And I've been watching ever since. So when we started talking about the shows, I was like, we do this shit anyway. Like, All the time. So I'm, I love it.
0: Man, I used to. I really used to love uh, MTV back in the day when they did the Real World, when they did the Road Rules challenges, and all that stuff. That used to be fun.
1: They still do. Recorded it. Recording oh, progress. It? They just... still do it. Oops.
0: That voice always trips me.
1: Out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that it was going to say anything. I was like, "Let me record
2: this just in case."
1: <laughs> I was like, "Uh
2: oh." <laughs>
0: Yeah, you always feel like, oh.
2: I feel like MTV has some of the best reality shows. I mean, they're the ones that really started it. They're I think the so, right? They were the pioneers, I would say.
1: OGs. Oh, the <laughs> OGs, yes. The real world um, New York,
2: mm-hmm. I believe. They're coming back. Know,
1: Didn't old. they come
0: back? They, they're actually, they brought that, they the brought cast? them back. Yeah, the same cast now.
1: They did. I would be on, what, Paramount.
0: Yeah, I think so. I'd be really interested in seeing that because, I mean, honestly, that's really one of the... <laughs> Only Real Worlds I saw, like, really, I really watched. I watched that one, I think the Miami one, because obviously we're in Miami. And right. we watched
1: see
0: that one. the Keys one, the Key West one, and the Hawaii one. But, like, after a while... Uh, no. it's I
1: don't know. A, it's a lot, though. Not but, like, I... the, the,
2: the reality show, TV shows that I watch are usually the same cast. And I'm literally watching this family or these group of people grow up, or like their lives change on television. Like I've been watching the teen moms since they were on 16 and pregnant. So you see them have the babies and now the babies are 10 years old, 11 years old. Like it's crazy. You've seen these kids grow up.
1: Absolutely. Like, um i was pregnant at the same time because i'm going on 44 this year but my i had my kids in my 30s so i was pregnant at the same time watching these girls so i've watched amber's kids grow up and um, janelle and all the kids so same drama do you guys follow <laughs> them on social media and stuff too
2: it. i do on my on my personal instagram i totally follow but only the ones i like only the, ones yeah. I like. the ones that annoy me, I'm like, oh,
1: I don't want to see them on my feed. I hate her. <laughs> I'm follow. <laughs> I, I agree.
2: There's some of them that I like. I really like they like you start to actually care about these people and what, what happens to them. And you're like, and it's weird. Like their lives are so strange. They were so young and thrown into the spotlight. Like, don't you think, though, that that kind of. there's a lot of
0: damage that happens. Yes,
1: so much damage. Do you listen to any of their podcasts, any of the moms' podcasts? Do you know what's different? Like, right now, it's like, it's more glamorized a little bit. You notice how before they were going through it. They couldn't pay the rent.
2: Now they got- (laughs) Now they got mansions. (laughs) Not mansions, but nice big houses (laughs) with land. I'm I'm building my house, new construction. Like, they they got money now. Probably because they were like good. sick of make being exploited. Have a baby. No, but not only that, like, yeah, now <laughs> MTV has uh-huh. to pay them because they make so much money off of them. And then on top of that, they have their own side businesses and stuff where they make their money because they have a huge following, like millions of people follow them. Anything they do, people are going to buy
1: it. Anything.
0: Why aren't we TV reality shows, bro?
2: <laughs> we need a pot smoking mom's reality show. <laughs>
1: follow
0: different moms
2: (laughs) around the country that are are cannabis consumption yeah Yeah. uh we smoke we don't watch tv what so stacy how long have you been consuming cannabis
1: Ooh, i was like 17 that's like me
0: 17 do you remember the first Mm -hmm. time you
1: smoked it was definitely some street weed
2: <laughs>
0: it always I is I was hungry
2: back when we were that young of course it was street weed
0: <laughs> shit some of our friends still getting that street weed
1: yeah I know I know I can't go back guys I wake up with nightmares sometimes about it like <laughs> we're yeah. spoiled now. no we're spoiled we are definitely spoiled
2: yeah yeah so what are your um what do you use cannabis for what is, how does it help you
1: so, um, well, first I have like got thyroid when I have my daughter and I have the autoimmune Hashimoto's with it. So it's like attacks my thyroid. So I get a lot of the same symptoms you would get with hypothyroid. So energy, um, I have nausea like all the time. So, and I also have arthritis. Um, I don't know. And I refuse Stress. to be like getting old <laughs> Yeah. because I like to do aerobic and zumba dance and stuff <laughs> like oh, yeah. workouts and it hurts now it, hurts. it, hurts. it helps with recovery it helps yeah it, it helps, helps with... a lot I Definitely. forget about it <laughs> <laughs> and the next day you're like ow oh, ow oh, that shit hurts so how old are your kids um my daughter's turning 12 and my son's turning seven
2: and are they aware of your cannabis use are you open with your family about it or so your mom in the closet so my
1: son doesn't really understand it like that um but my daughter you know she kind of popped the question on me one day and um I couldn't lie to her but what was good about it was that I was going to my thyroid doctor like and I took her with me and he was asking me like oh you know well how are you doing with this and how you doing with that. And I said, well, I use cannabis for mostly everything. And I used to call them like a lot when I first had it, like, cause I had a lot of symptoms and I wasn't using cannabis and I had it for 10 years cause my daughter, well, I'm sorry, 12 years, my daughter's 12. Um, and so now about like it's been years since I've, I go every year and then I'll see him for a year. So I'm like, I know you notice I don't call you anymore or like ask to get my blood done or anything. Like I'm just, he's like, yeah, what are you doing? So I told him the year before sorry this conversation took place the year before I was telling him that but when I came back and I brought her in he was like well how's that going and I told him it was still going well and he was retiring to get into cannabis I was like there you
2: go he knows where the, <laughs> where it's going
1: wow like yeah Lee. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah he's gone now and I'm sad because I had the same person <laughs> It was 12 years. Yeah. And, and that's
0: a good, and, and if he's, if he was in that mindset, a lot of people have problems with their doctors because the doctors are still not really there either. Okay. So it's, it's a privilege to have like a doctor who's off for plant plan use too. you mm-hmm. know,
1: mm-hmm. he listened to me and he was like, really? And then the next thing he was like, you know, you think they're listening, but they're not. So when I was walking out he was like, thanks for teaching me something. And this is this guy. I was like, what? Okay, okay. Well, thank you, me, my whole damn day. You know what I mean? I was like, all right, Dr. Lee, thank you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so awesome. for now, I just started, you know, well, before that, I've always talked about it being um, medicine and not a drug, but I converted my mom. She, <laughs> she never smoked cannabis in her life, and she started yeah. at 66. <laughs> She's 68, medical card holder.
0: How did she, was she completely against it? How did you, you first, approach that?
1: Yeah. Like, how did it happen? I got her with the edibles at first. You know, yeah, they, there you go. They, they won't smoke them at first. There you go. I was like, mom, so forget you that, deep. like, you know, that you're always hurting. She doesn't like, you know, opiates. I'm like, and I know who likes opiates. So I'm like, you know, just try this. And she did. And now, you know, some of the family ain't happy, you know, but. So other family members of you were upset,
2: other family members, of you were upset for exposing her to cannabis and getting her into it.
1: I don't know. They don't admit it, but <laughs> I have like, you know, an older sis that isn't, you know, she hears what I'm saying, but she don't hear what I'm right, saying. Right, right. She's like, she's trying
0: to be supportive, but she still has her hang ups about what other people have put in her ear about it.
1: Period. And it's yeah. like, okay, I, I'm trying to tell you that you need to educate yourself a little bit because come on, it's yeah. okay for everybody to drink, but yeah. well, she doesn't drink either. But anyway, well, she's it's okay for everybody is. to drink, but it's not okay for people to smoke. And you are conscious. You can smoke a whole bunch and know what is going on, you know, at any moment in your house. You know what I mean? Like since yes. my kids have been born, I haven't take, taken like a Benadryl or anything like that to go to sleep. Like I'm scared to not be aware in the middle of the night if something happens. So we, I'm totally aware. i wake up at a pin drop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I agree with you a hundred percent there for sure.
1: Well, how much I did smoke you- again, but I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> you no,
0: know. how much did you give your mom when you started her on it?
1: She, she's a lightweight. She's, Eat some little five gummies, a five milligram, like a five milligram bunny.
0: You gave her. Is that what you gave her the first time? I'm just asking, just in case she wants to dose her mom. No,
2: (laughs) you you, dose her. But wait,
0: but five five milligrams. (laughs) So
2: I would say start with low, low. I was even gonna, I was even gonna split a five.
0: But but you you didn't tell her before you gave it to her. No, or did she know? She knew.
1: Okay, but I mean, I was like, you know, listen, it's like nothing. Trust me, it's low. Just try it. And she liked it, and what okay, she liked it. so then well, she didn't what? admit it at first, did yeah. she get
0: <laughs> Oh, did she did you could you tell that she felt different, or what did
1: you you know she was more of a drinker when she would you know not drink, but when she would do go out, she would be a drinker, so it was like, you know now she doesn't drink at all, just she don't even think about it, not just because I said, don't drink, ma, but because she don't choose it i guess did she but did she like She chooses our stuff? <laughs> well go the that's right smart way. smarter smarter it's the right smarter way. way i put the spell on her <laughs> but of, what does she bu- i got her cooking and everything y'all know if you guys are you serious she's baking and mom. stuff
2: she makes she makes edibles and like she's all about it
1: she's all about it and i thought her edibles were she... bs right i thought they were bs and she got me with this fruity pebble Cause look, she made some other ones the first time around. And I said this ain't shit. Like I was eating a gummy bear, and I was like, this is nothing. Anyway, I had to eat like three of them to even feel anything. My tolerance is high, you know. Yeah, but <laughs> she makes this free bubble, so I'm thinking this is nothing. And I eat the whole thing, and it ruined Mother's Day. Oh my God! Why? What happened? <laughs> I fell asleep. You guys ever fall asleep and wake up groggy and just pissy? It was too much. Yeah. I said, "Damn, Mom, I'll never ever doubt you again." I swear <laughs> to God, I'm good. I should have only took a piece of it.
0: <laughs> but that's like, yeah, but that I ruined Mother's Day because she fell asleep. Like, you needed that problem Had that been?
2: that
0: <laughs> <when laughs> Oh well, had that been alcohol, that would have been way worse. A uh, result, probably. So, X. I mean, well, if that's the worst that can happen.
1: I noticed oh, your alcohol, Mickey I
0: shirt. And <laughs> Mom, I'm like <laughs> It is cute.
2: I was noticing your Mickey shirt.
0: It's really cute.
2: Your Disney shirt. I love Coles. Really? That's a cute shirt. Have you been to Disney? Have you been to Disney World? No. <gasps> oh lived
1: through a new Coles. You gotta change that. Come you have to gone, Florida for real?
0: You haven't gone to Disney World? I mean, I we never, are freaking I spoiled. Like, we live right Okay, I've then. never been on a
1: plane. I'm not going <gasps> to lie, guys.
2: Oh.
1: It's on my bucket list.
2: Where do you want to go first?
1: <laughs> I'm like, where? I don't know. I haven't, I don't, there's nowhere I just like want to go. But Florida's nice. And so the kids are old enough to remember it. And I always wanted to make sure they're ever going to be old enough. So they're at a good age now. Yeah, Some seven and oh, 12. Well, if you wait it. any
0: longer, they're going to be uh, graduating college and uh, not and it, ever going to Disney. It, the world. World. And Disney would really never be, it princess,
2: won't be as Mom. magical. Disney's not as magical, I guess, when you're older, even though I'm an adult and I still love it and I feel like it's magic yeah. every time I go. I know a <laughs> lot of adults. You guys are
1: so lucky you're like there.
2: We are. We take it for granted. We're extremely lucky. Yeah, but
0: it is also very expensive. Like it's a lot, a lot of expensive. people like to be even
2: with the resident discount. Yeah, because you
1: still have to pay to how much. Well, it's like it's
2: like over a hundred and something dollars per park per day if you're just like a non-resident coming down, whatever for residents. The best deal is to go at the beginning of the year. They do. They always do a package deal where you get three to four do- days at the parks. Yeah, and, they, and they're like, like, and it's $50 a like day. $150. It's like $50. $50 a day. It comes a out day. to like $50. So a you day. do
0: four days and it comes out to 50 because you drop $200. And you have but you get six
2: months to use the days. So you can go um, for just two days and then go back again within six months to go another two days so like you could spread out the days if you're close enough or you can go off four days on one vacation. But, um, I'm, I'm a pass holder and I pay with, I give Disney Disney way too much money. I do. I do.
1: (laughs) Damn. We're just trying to get there once. (laughs) Down here we're, we're
2: thinking about planning a mom's trip there for next oh, year. Oh, that would be so
0: much fun if we can get out of Stoner. Moms only. Moms only. Out there. Um, oh moms only no kids. Yeah. No. Kids. Moms, yeah. Go well, Canna moms go. Can moms go wild in awesome. Disney?
2: Pop smoking moms in Disney. I know, right?
0: We can't call too much attention to ourselves.
2: No, we're not going to go in with pot leaves on our shirt. I like. mean, we could. Just <laughs> no, <as long laughs> you as can't. It's you Disney can't.
0: World. You can't go with. And pot and you, yeah, I
2: are are bet you. If we did, do the pens or anything? No, you cannot. You have to hide in a bathroom stall like a criminal.
1: Like a can
2: you get them in the gate you got to sneak them in
1: all right they will not they
2: will not they will not let you bring it in if they see it it's not allowed they actually closed even regular cigarette smoking spots because they had designated areas throughout the park where people that could smoke their cigarettes which is where i would go to smoke my vape pen because you know people are already smoking but then they closed those down so now I have to like be in the bathroom stall, like hitting the vape pen with a sploofy and like (laughs) waving away the vapor. So nobody sees it coming
1: out of the stall. That's me all the time (laughs) everywhere.
0: Wouldn't that be funny if like you met someone in a Disney stall doing the same thing as you, that would be amazing. That'd be awesome. Like, are we best friends? I know (laughs) we are best friends. (laughs) So funny. We have that to will be
1: fun. It yeah. never happens to me. Listen, I don't know if you guys ever been here to Maryland. No, I love my city. I've I love driven state, through. But, but um, I've never been to Florida. I have been to North Carolina, South Carolina. They are very friendly there. Not saying we're not friendly, but we. we I don't know. Miami's not <laughs> very, friendly. A very friendly are there. Is it like that in Florida? Miami's not friendly, No. Okay, I didn't think. Yeah, Where we are is definitely not
2: friendly. I mean, you can find friendly people, but it's yeah. not like <laughs> it's not like the southern hospitality. It's like that- uh,
0: everybody is very uh consumed with
1: themselves, kind of yes. situation, you know? Uh yeah. And uh, how's the beach there out? I- yeah. I mean, be nice. beaches are beaches. gorgeous. We have some li- we
2: have the best beaches in this country. Oh, wow. We do. Yeah. The West Coast especially.
1: I mean, I've never is seen there any a bunch other of beach, like but... hot bodies.
0: I mean, you go to Hollywood. That's where we There's go. All <laughs> There's all
1: bodies. There's all bodies, all kinds. Okay. of Okay. <laughs> well, they make you know you see a certain way on TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They glamorize uh, South but Beach, but you like guys
0: like TV is TV. Even your TV reality shows. I am so sorry, my bro. Loves. Even okay,
2: even in it Teen is Mom, all an act. Anytime Teen Mom comes anywhere in South Florida, it's Miami. And I'm watching, and I'm like, "That's not Miami." I can see that that's not Miami. Yeah, it's usually like Miami. That, that, like that that's Sarasota. like Hollywood. That's like Sunny oh, Isles. Oh, that's
0: sunny. like <laughs> they're lying. They're like, "Oh, it's Miami." Well, because everybody can. We're all like, "Wow!" Miami. They make the connection. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody makes a connection. I tell someone I'm from Hollywood, Florida. They're like, "What?" like Miami. They're like, "Oh, okay."
2: They're like, "They're in Fort Lauderdale or Hialeah,
0: Hialeah, Florida." What? Uh, Miami? Oh, okay. <laughs> like- <laughs> Same yeah. like, thing you know, I was like, what? <laughs> you I think you would get I think you would do very very well here. Very well. If you so if you new, say I,
1: that, I need to be where it is hot all the time. Like is it really warm all the time or is that fake? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. It is
2: super hot okay. here
1: all the time. Oh, it's hot
0: as fucking butt. There's Satan's like butthole three
1: weeks out of the year <laughs> that it's cold. <laughs> three well today it was supposed to be like one oh five here. <sighs> Yeah, we're getting God. it. Like, it hasn't been a normal, like, even the 80s. It's been 90-something, 100.
0: Hey, man, global warming, baby.
2: The country's been on fire. Like,
0: there, a lot of
1: places have way, well over the hundreds.
0: Every year it's worse and worse.
1: But, Packs. but you know,
0: but global warming's not a thing. <laughs> like,
2: whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, like, when I bought the pool pass, I didn't know I wasn't going to be able to come out for it. <laughs> Damn, you melt at the pool. <laughs> 105? You
2: can't even get there.
0: Con- and that was our interview with Stacy. You can find her on Instagram at Tokes with Stacy or at mom's talking. Well, it's mom's talking S H underscore T podcast.
2: Like the eyes, the underscore
0: <laughs> or her website. She got a pretty, pretty bougie website. Um, uh, mom's, mom's talking, talking shit.com. Shit. Yeah. Nice website. It is a very nice website. So check her out. It was real fun to talk to her. We are so glad that you have spent your time with us. We know that there's very many options of podcasts out there, but we're glad that you listen to ours. We have wonderful sponsors, uh Yani Reyes, Destiny Adams, Lauren Hadsell, Jesse Reyes, Christy Rodriguez, April Collins, Terry Grimsley, Cher- Shelby Gleckler, Denise Caceres, and Liza. Thank you guys for being patrons. We love uh, talking to you on Patreon. Um, become a patron for early access to episodes, additional content, full uncut versions of our interviews. We also have Zoom smoke sessions and all kinds of fun stuff. So check out our, our page patron, Patreon. Um also check out us uh Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on Instagram Live. Join us. Maybe you could talk to us about your viewpoints. You know, we like to have open discussions.
2: Yeah, let us know what you thought about whatever we discussed tonight, the new bill. The Cuban protests.
0: Tell us what's on your mind. Remember to subscribe, rate, review, and share our content. If you got a website you need to go to, it's PodSmokingMoms.com. Thanks so much for hanging out with us.